This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you look outside the five-story brick and limestone building at 140 North Ashland, you'll notice bronze lettering honoring a certain doctor. The sign pays tribute to Dr. Mary Thompson, a pioneering physician who opened Chicago's first hospital dedicated to treating women and children. Now, she founded the hospital in 1865, and since then, the building's gone through a lot of changes. And now the structure, which was part of a women's drug treatment uh, center last year, un until last year, now it's going to be turned into apartments. And Dennis Rodkin is our architecture sleuth who joins me now for the latest in our series, What's That Building? Hey, Dennis. Hi, Sasha. How are you? Doing well. Tell us more about this building and what it looks like. Uh, well, it's a an orange brick uh, Georgian building with limestone uh, supports. It's, it, you know, it looks like a like an apartment building in Chicago. Okay. It, it really, but it has um, a couple of things on it that are of note. One is if you look up at the top, it's so it's at Ashland and Maypole. And if you're on the Maypole side, you can see at the top of both wings um, the dates 1865 and 1928. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Sorry, 1925. And you already said 1865 is when the hospital was founded. 1925 is when it moved to this site. I see. How did you come across this? You know, it had been on my radar because Mary Thompson is this interesting character. And then uh, it, the, the Women's Treatment Center, as you mentioned, was closed. And then along came news that there was going to be an apartment building built here, and it sort of accelerated my interest because I thought, oh, no, we're going to lose this building. I better get on it now. However, it turned out there's good news. We are not losing this building. Yeah. Well, Marquette Companies is the new developer of the building. What do they want to do with it? They're turning it into apartments. So what they did is they bought, again, the Women's Treatment Center closed in, in 2021, Marquette, which is developing apartments, doing a lot of things, but developing about a thousand apartments in the Fulton Market area, bought this site. They took down. There was a '60s addition to the building we're describing. So the the Women's Treatment Center, previously the Mary Thompson Hospital, were mm -hmm. in this complex of two buildings. They Marquette is tearing down the newer one, the '60s one, and putting up a 12-story apartment building on that site and connecting it to the existing five-story building. Does this mean that there, there's still a visible piece of Dr. Mary Thompson's legacy that's standing the good news. in the West Loop, basically? Yeah, that's it. That's the good news. Right there on Ash, at Ashland and Maypole, rather than wipe out Mary Thompson's last real legacy, there's also a bust of her at the Art Institute, but this is the remainder of this innovative hospital. She comes to Chicago in 1865. There are only two hospitals in the city. One of them won't treat women. Oh, my gosh. And she's she's a very early woman doctor um, trained in New York and Boston. And she ends up uh, short. She got here before 1865. I think it's 1863. And by 1865, she founds a hospital for women and children again, because women can't be treated in one of the two hospitals in the city. So how does this plan align with the company's portfolio? Well, this is interesting. I talked to the developer, Darren Sloniger, who runs Marquette Companies, and uh, he's interested in Mary Thompson, but the real reason he kept the building is that he said it's part of the historical vibe of the neighborhood. In several cases, on Randolph Street in Fulton Market, he's building new buildings but keeping old ones as well. So there are these combinations of a nice old historical building that is the reason you like Fulton Market, or in this case Union Park, mm -hmm. and a new one added to it. Uh, so he his real thing here is to keep the the beauty of that old Georgian building but then along with that, he's keeping the legacy of Mary Thompson. 
This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking about the evolution of the Mary Thompson Hospital in the West Loop for our What's That Building series. And our guest, as always, is Dennis Rodkin of Crane's Chicago Business. So you learned a lot then about Dr. Mary Thompson, about her life, her history while working on this story. Tell us more about her contributions to Chicago. Uh, They were vast. Um, So, again, she's the first female doctor in Chicago. She starts this hospital that will serve women when the other one of the other two won't. So she starts the first women and children hospital in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She then starts a medical school uh, to train doctors, primarily female doctors. She, she starts a women's medical school, which ends up being subsumed into Northwestern. And then uh, in 1902, Northwestern closed it and eventually becomes a a medical school for both genders. And she also started a nursing school. And that one ran all the way till 1988 when uh, Mary Thompson Hospital closed. It's It starts out as Chicago Hospital for Women and Children. And then after her death, they name it for her, the nursing school. Um, so she opened the hospital in 1865, um, the medical school in 1870, and the nursing school in 1874. Okay. So she's founded these three medical institutions, all run by women. Um, she also fought a battle uh, to keep it run by women. There was a, an attempt in 1875 to put men in the top medical jobs, and she and supporters of hers said, no, we're really going to do this this way. And by the time the hospital is 100 years old, in 1965, the reports are that this is the only hospital in America run only by women with women in the top medical jobs for 100 years. Wow. And I'm just going through your story here, Dennis, and I'm just looking at how many lives this building has had. It has, yeah. Over the years. I mean, from being founded in 1865, the fire in 1871. Well, more specifically, the hospital has had many lives. This one is only built in 1925. She starts the hospital on Rush Street in 1865. Right, Rush Street. Moves twice by the time of the fire. But at the time of the fire, she's on state just north of Division. Yep. That burns. That's 1871. In 1873, they open a new building uh, at, at Paulina and Adams, no longer standing, but they're there from 1873 till 1925 when they build this one, and this one has built... Uh, sorry, 1928, and this one is there still. How lovely that they'll have that bronze lettering on this building to, I to love that. remember I, her. I think you saw from my photo right now, it doesn't say Dr. Mary Thompson. It says Dr. Airy Thompson. It's falling off. Mm. And I asked Darren Sloniger, the, the developer, are you, you know, it, it's just letters on the side of the building. Um, are you going to keep that? He said, oh, yeah, we're cleaning all that up. That will be there for good. Any possibility that maybe a part of the new building will be renamed? After her? I mean, that would be appropriate. Well, if I were in charge, it would be the it Mary Thompson be. Apartments. Yeah. <laughs> but I asked uh, Darren Sloniger, and he said it's definitely up for consideration. You know, there are other things to think about, like the, the larger building and marketing plans and all those kinds of things. But he's thinking about somehow memorializing Mary Thompson, Dr. Mary Thompson, in the name of the building. So I've noticed something, a, a little pattern here, Dennis. <laughs> It, it just seems like we've been talking a lot about buildings turning into apartments lately. When, when it's not parking garages, it's it's apartments, right? right. Yeah, parking garages and right. apartments are my specialties. Exactly. So is that the bulk of what you would say you're coming across on this beat? No, I would say that's really a coincidence. It, it just happens that the past two have been buildings going to apartments. There is a lot of apartment construction. There is an apartment boom going on in the city, whether new high-rises or rehabs like we're describing. But 
Uh, no, it, it really is a coincidence <laughs> that the one on Broadway and the one on Ashland are both going apartments. The real story is they're both being saved. They're being kept, and their history in one way or another is being enshrined. Right. Any preview that you got for us on what you're digging into next? Yes. Another apartment? No apartments, no parking garages. In fact, sort of an environmental center on the southeast side uh, where industry is um, giving way to environmental space. Oh, tell me more. Oh, uh, well, so you haven't, you and I need to go for a bike ride. This we time. do need to go for a bike ride. And we'll First, do, I need to get a bike. Yeah, okay, we'll do that too. <laughs> um, and in the, on the southeast side, which was heavy industry, a lot of those patches of the city are being, are gradually being replaced with natural areas. And one of the best is Big Marsh. Um, it's a bike park. It's a bird preserve. Um, and there are a lot of plans to sort of knit these different pieces together. Oh, cool. You know, as you were working on this Dr. Mary Thompson story, any surprises along the way? Uh, there is. Yes, there there were two that interested me. One is she was actually arrested uh, on suspicion of performing abortions. Oh. Um, but it turned out that what she was doing was treating women who had had miscarriages. Uh, and so she was released. And she, and separately, uh, corsets. Women were wearing corsets in the 1880s and 1890s, and they were very, very tight. It made, hard, made it hard for a woman to breathe. It was what was considered beauty at that time. And she was called upon as this eminent female physician to say, well, what do you think? And she actually said, no, I think corsets are fine. They should be built a little bit differently. They shouldn't be quite so tight. But if, worn pro if built properly and worn properly, they enhance a woman's beauty and don't harm her health. Interesting. Oh, boy. Well, that is Crane Chicago Business residential real estate reporter Dennis Rockin. Thank you so much. Always fascinating talking Thanks, to you. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.